We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Lawrence Holmes of the Lawrence Holmes Show. From noon until 2, this hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto online at CarX.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes. Noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Check out this quote from Miles Straw, the outfielder for Cleveland. There's a different approach that Cleveland is using, and they are trying to see more pitches, to try and have a more democratic offense. He said, quote, We're not the Yankees. We don't go out there and hit three-run bombs all the time. We have to hit our doubles, our singles. We steal bases. We'll go first to third. It's our brand of baseball, close quote. They like to annoy the other team. They want to see a lot of pitches, and when they get on base, they want to try and bother you there. Something to watch for in this series against the White Sox that starts tonight over on the south side. Call strike three. Cleveland has pulled off a shocking comeback. Six runs in the ninth inning. Josh Naylor surges Cleveland to a victory and just wipes away six in a row for the White Sox. Make me a bicycle clown. Oh, the bicycles are going to get made today. A whole fleet of them damn bicycles are going to get made today. Here we go. Base drop. Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. On the docket today is us talking about your Chicago White Sox. A brutal, brutal loss last night over on the south side. 12-9 after leading the game in the ninth inning, 8-2. It's pretty crazy what ended up happening. So we're going we're gonna to do it old school today. This is... Think of it as a Bears Monday, but with the White Sox and it being Tuesday. The phone number, you should keep this in mind, whether you want to call or text, it works for both. 312-644-6767 is the number. We are out there on Twitch, too. Shout out to everyone on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. That's how you can get inside the chat and talk about things. It felt so good when Pollock hits that home run and you're like, Oh, this is good. This feels great. Pollock's giving you the extended lead. 
everything's cool. Your closer had gotten up once, don't need to put get him up again. Take his cleats off because the White Sox are going to win this one running away. It was so interesting to hear the unease in the voices of Jason Benetti and Steve Stone after the home run started off the ninth when it became 8-3. And then those guys started counting backwards, and they were like, oh, okay, so the tying run has a possibility of coming up. And then the White Sox ended up kind of booting the ball around and not pitching well, and they end up in an extra inning loss. And Josh Naylor was incredible. Ray, do you want to play our Sox Minute now? Or should we bring people back with it? You tell me. Let's bring people back with it. Let's do it that way. All right. Here's the phone number. 312-644-6767. If you would like to join us and talk about what happened last night or the White Sox overall, when we come back, we will take your phone calls and you'll see what Ray has put together production-wise about the White Sox and their loss last night next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. It's time for the White Sox Minute. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. We're going to be South Sour Girlies. South Slider. Hi, Mom! Go Sox, babe. The White Sox Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. After a successful road trip, the Sox are thrilled to be back home. Winners of six in a row and a spectacular time to begin a seven-day homestand against Cleveland and against the New York Yankees. To right field, Gavin Sheets can't make the play. Cleveland has taken a 1-0 lead. Miller ends up at second. Well, sometimes on a line drive, the lights might have taken over. But Gavin puts the glove up and then just misses it. Rosario at first. To third. Moncada has it eat him up. Tim comes over to throw it wide. 
So that ended up all over the place. It was a good reaction by Tim Anderson, but he ended up whistling it wide of Abreu. So runners at the corners here in the fifth. It's a base hit, and Tim's going to pick up an error on that throw. This one hit the lip of the grass and came up and bit him. With a catcher running, if Tim just takes his time, he's got him. But when he side wheels the throw, they don't wind up on the mark all that often. 0-1 pitch, sky to left center field. Robert and Pollock in this ball is going to get to a fan. 8-3. And he came on and picked one up. Left field base hit on two strikes on a slider. And Rosario's on. And now the ball gets away. So Rosario's on his way to second base. And now he's thinking three. Throw coming into third is late. And now the Sox are in a little bit more of a tense situation. Still 8-3, but the defense has unraveled a little bit. Rosario with three hits tonight. He's three for four. And then the adventures start. Hits off the glove. Jose bangs into Rosario. And he just keeps on going. And this, a ground ball to third. The Sox wanted to trade the out for a run, but they're not going to get the out. It's an error on Moncada, and it's 8-4. to four. Center field. Robert back. This ball is gone, and Cleveland has tied the game in the ninth inning on a Naylor grand slam. Line fair down the left field side. It's an RBI double for Jimenez, and Cleveland has taken a 9-8 lead. On the ground, slowly hit. First base side. Brooke comes to the plate, and that was a bad idea. The Sox will take it. Engel scores. It's 9-all. Naylor to right field, and gone. That's eight driven in in his last three at-bats. Called strike three. Cleveland has pulled off a shocking comeback. Josh Naylor surges Cleveland to a victory and just wipes away six in a row for the White Sox. The highlights are courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. The final was 12-9 with the Guardians scoring one in the eighth, six in the ninth, and one in the tenth to win it all. 312-644-6767 is the number. We are going to take your phone calls today. We're going old school today. We're just going to let people react to what it is that they saw. Let's start with James, who's out in Flossmore. Hey, James, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence, big fan. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, I'm totally in line with you, completely disgusted with the way the White Sox are playing. Granted, they just won six in a row. Um, bad defense, terrible, low-quality at-bats. Um, you mentioned earlier Tony Larusa, obviously 80 years old, no life, no energy. It seems like he has no idea what's going on in the post-game shows, things like that, in those press conferences. Um, I had a question for you. What about the leadership in the clubhouse from players? Like, what is Tim Anderson or Jose Abreu saying to these guys after a loss like last night? I think it's an excellent question. Especially since, you know, Tim is one of the leaders. He's also one of the leaders. He is the leader in errors in Major League Baseball. Tim's got more errors than teams do with nine. I wonder the same thing about what we're hearing, from what those guys are saying to each other and how they really do need to just kind of tighten up. And we haven't seen it. I, I don't think that the White Sox defenders 
are as bad as they've looked. But there are times when you go, why are you making that play? Or why are you trying to make that effort? There's a a confidence that borders on arrogance in some of it. Like, I'm so good of a player, I can make that throw or... I'm so my arm is so strong. They call it the like Cutler effect, or Cuddy would think that he could get balls through windows because he had one of the best arms in the league, and then those windows would close. White Sox defenders do some of that stuff too. Oh, we're good enough, we're slick enough that we're gonna we're gonna get that guy. He's gonna not pay attention around third, and I'm gonna throw back there, and we're gonna get him. I just don't understand why they're not better at picking up the baseball. And clearly, there's a connection between not being good defensively and losing. And they saw it firsthand last season. 312-644-6767. Out to Alec. Hey, Alec, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence. My comment is kind of in the same vein there where I'm wondering where is the coaching here? Shouldn't your coaching staff be helping these defenders sure up the plays they're making in the field? I feel like by now we should have seen some improvement there, even with the short spring training. Is that really not something you can improve on during the season? It's a great question. and Honestly, it's one that I haven't found a sufficient answer to. I do think that there is an element of, well, the White Sox, what they would tell you is it wasn't like it was a full camp and we were hoping that we'd have a full camp and then Tony could implement some of this stuff. To be fair to them, I I would say, okay, that makes sense. But why are you worse Clearly, other teams also had shortened camps. Why are you worse? And why, with hiring the manager that you hired, why isn't some of this stuff just better automatically? Now, I've been to the ballpark. Guys are working on stuff. Like It's, it's, it's not... Joe Madden would have these show up to the, the, the ballpark at... 6 o'clock for a 7-10 first pitch. The White Sox are actually doing some of this stuff. Like, they're doing some of the work. Do you have the proper people teaching them how to get the work done? Are you able... This now becomes an issue of, like, player development. Just because you have a special group of talented players, and the White Sox do, doesn't mean that each of them has reached their peak of who they can be as players. What are you doing organizationally to make it so that those players can get to where they, their talent says that they can go. I think it's, it's a good question and I don't, I'm not sure if it even has an answer. I just know the answers that have been given to it to me seem a little light. Mike is on the South side. Hey Mike, you're on the score. Hey Lawrence, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. What's on your mind? So, Something just kind of straight away from TLR a little bit, but come back to him at the end. Um, I kind of had a forthcoming when they uh, hired TLR that this was a classic Jerry move and all the excitement that, you know, the new team, the new look, Rick Hine getting the keys and doing what he wants with the team. And then 
they kind of hired TLR, and it's kind of like the same old Jerry Reinsdorf kind of move. And, you know, I, baseball is a game of chances. Last night, the, the, the Sox gave the Indians or the Guardians too many chances. And when the White Sox had their chances, like with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth, um, the Guardians didn't let the Sox get the chance with an outstanding play at third. Yep, Jose Ramirez was fantastic. The point that you speak on, the hiring of it, of La Russa, I think for us, for a majority of us, there are some people who are dead-enders and just think that Tony La Russa's resume is managing the team in 2022 and not looking at the, the person who is now in that role. I think that it did stop the party. I think the hiring of Tony La Russa made White Sox baseball less fun. But that's for us. Like That's admittedly something that we like, that we like the way that this team was starting to look. And we enjoyed the fact that they were irreverent and swaggy and a, a an avatar for what baseball could be moving forward. And then, in my estimation they hired the baseball police and you take some of the fun out of it the guys in the clubhouse have said that's not the case they feel like at least what they've said publicly is that they have a manager that they get along with that they like some of them even have said have gone so far so they feel like they're learning stuff I've only had a couple of days in that clubhouse it it was loose and this is while they were kind of going through their struggle and the gloomy days and stuff. It was loose. Guys weren't standoffish. They, they were still talking with each other. They were having fun. The music was blaring. Like all of that stuff that we would probably associate with the White Sox clubhouse before Tony get, gets hired. I don't know if there's an actual impact. If, if what we perceive as the White Sox being lesser because they hired Tony. I think that's more on us than it is on them. But I am willing to listen to the possibility of maybe it took something away from them too. What's more important right now is the hiring of a manager of this manager with this resume. We don't even need to globalize it. It's supposed to make you better. And there have been a texter said, who do you give credit to for some of the guys that have improved pitching wise? Let me tell you some of the things that I think that Tony has done well. In particular, his handling of Michael Kopech last year, I thought was fantastic. And that's some of the stuff that you want to bring him in to do. You have him explain to a young pitcher, we need you in this role you're going to get to the other role. I think Kopech took to it, and I've been really happy with what I've seen from him. I think that Tony deserves credit for that, the way that he handled it. But there are other things that I don't think that he handled well, and I don't want to relitigate this, but it, it does speak to my point. While I'm giving him credit for one pitching decision, I'm not giving him credit for the other, and that's what happened at the back end of the bullpen last year. I like that Rick was aggressive and said, you know what? Let's go lock down the eighth and ninth inning. Let's go win a World Series. Let's make this trade and we'll get Craig Kimbrell. 
as I've said before, I can't imagine that with Tony being in charge of the White Sox, like him being the shadow GM of the White Sox because he can go above the GM's head, he can go above the vice president of baseball operations head in Kenny Williams and go straight to the owner if he's got a beef. I can't imagine Rick saying, Tony, we're going to give you Craig Kimbrell. You're just going to have to deal with it. I don't think he's wired that way. I'm sure that it was, this is what we're thinking. Can you make it work? And Tony being like, of course, I invented bullpenning. And then it didn't work. And infrastructurally, I... I wonder if the White Sox had the things that Craig Kimbrell needed to be successful or if they had a manager who understood how to manage a situation. Like, break it down to to the definition of manage. Here's your situation. My parents went away on a week's vacation. No, the situation is you have a guy that's more comfortable in the ninth. You have another guy that the organization has spent a lot of money on to be their ninth inning guy, but is flexible and has made his living being a guy that can be stretched out and do eighth and ninth inning stuff. Tony didn't manage it well. And what made me mad is at the end of the season when it was brought up, he was like, oh, well, Kimbrell's a ninth inning guy. And that was the end of it. Well, if he's a ninth inning guy, you've got the lineup card. You could have said Kimbrell was now the ninth inning guy. These are the decisions that you were brought in to make. This is what managing in 2022 looks like. Or in this case, in 2021. And he failed that. And there's multiple examples of things in the White Sox clubhouse slash dugout not being managed well. And they're not things that you should have when you have Tony LaRusse's resume. More of your phone calls. 312-644-6767. There is a top five today. Top five fast food items. We got all sorts of stuff coming up, and we're glad you're hanging out. Old school, phone calls and everything here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Coming up in a little bit, my top five fast food breakfast items, not places, items. And there will be a conversation about something that I think COVID played a big role in taking away from us in the fast food world that needs to be rectified. It needs to be fixed. That's coming up at one. We are taking your phone calls. Talk about what happened to the White Sox last night. They lose 12 to nine. There are people complaining, Ray, that there's not enough Cubs on the show today. Kyle Hendr- Here's your Cubs stuff. Kyle Hendricks was great. Ian Happ had RBIs from both sides. Jason Hayward made an incredible catch out there in center field. Say Suzuki might be hurt. Does that make you feel better? Because yesterday when we did like a big old Cubs segment, you know what? It's fine. I'll keep... I'll just keep doing what we're doing. It seems to be working. Southside. Oh, no. No. Where do I need to go next, Ray? This is like Frazier and Roz right now. Oh, we're going to go to 
going to go to Ron on the south side. All right. Ron on the south side. All right. That's actually where I was thinking about going. Hey, Ron, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence, I just want to say you mentioned going old school and there's a caller from day one. I just want to say I appreciate that. And I also have to tell you, my favorite, favorite segment on on the score is your top five. And what I really like, Lawrence, he said, well, if you don't like man, come up with yours. <laughs> and, so, and I try to come up with some stuff, but really just enjoy. I enjoy your program. Thank so you. I want to make a quick comment about the White Sox. And you made reference to it. You said that when the White Sox beat the Cubs in Boston, maybe we became a little more optimistic. But, Lon, just think this is the same team from last year at the All-Star break. This is an average. I don't know too many teams that are last in defense that are good. Because if you have a good pitching staff, that defense is, is, is going to kill you. And they've gotten a little better with, with baseman, but fundamentally, this is, this is not a good baseball team. You, you have, what, one good defense? When people say, well, the defense you have one good defensive player in center field. Well, I think they have, I think Angle's a good defensive player, too. And I think Abreu has gotten better, although it, it looks like there's some regression with him being able to pick it a little bit like Wilson. And if you look at the White Sox since the All-Star game last year, you're talking about a 500 team. And now that sample size is now looking like a half a season. You know, the All-Star break is not right in the middle of the season. That sample size is is large. Large enough where you go, what's happening here? And no one over there seems to have any answers. Let's go to Buena Park and let's talk with Chuck. Hey, Chuck, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence. I, I heard from one of my favorite callers, Ron from the South Side. I'd like to meet him. I'm an old geezer myself at uh, 73. And I remember in 19, I think it was 78, 79, I listened to him. I'm a retired attorney at 66, when most people should retire, including managers. And uh, he was great. Uh, he spoke uh, well. He was enthusiastic, and I thought, hey, he's going to be another Chuck Tanner, who, along with Roland Heeman and uh, Dick Allen and Harry Carey, rescued the White Sox from being moved to uh, Milwaukee. But uh, as an attorney and an old man, you lose it gradually. It doesn't happen quick, but you lose it. And by the time you're in your mid-60s, where you have to mentate quickly, where you have to deal with things quickly and dealing with younger opponents and dealing with younger people. You can't do it anymore. And that little response he made after the game, after he ruined my sleep, by the way, because I don't ah. go to bed at 10 o'clock and that's about my limit. And, uh, and also ruined something else that normally happens at about 9.30 in the morning, which involves the bathroom, and I'll spare you. Oh, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. I What I yeah. thought was happening was, you know, getting down with the get down. And I see you playing. You're like, oh, you know, I got to go to bed at 10, but 9.30, though, 9.30 in the morning, I'll be wrecked to go. I see you play. I see what you tried to do, trying to cover it up. No, no, no. I know what it is. I know what time it is. 9.30. You hear Bernstein's like first segment, you're like, hey, time to go. Let's get it. While the getting is good.
I don't want to be an ageist and say that his age is the thing that's making him not a good manager. I think that if you had him in the game as a manager in that 11-year period where he's not doing anything, where he's figureheading the Diamondbacks and stuff, I think he's probably still with it. But there's a ramp up that that has had to happen, and I don't know if he's he's been as good as he thinks that he's been. We'll keep talking about the White Sox. We'll take your phone calls, 312-644-6767, and we'll let you hear from Tony LaRussa, plus my top five fast food breakfast items next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 